Season 2, Episode 17, A Song Versus A Beat Versus A Loop. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you, you can download my free book. It's called Five Keys to a Successful Beat. It's going to teach you a lot of valuable things about being a music producer using FL Studio. You're going to actually see results in your learning. You're going to get a fast workflow. You're going to learn how melodies work, how a key and a scale works. Tons and tons of valuable information. Again, it's a totally free book. you got to sign up with your email. You just go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash five keys. So in this episode, again, I want to talk to you about a song versus a beat versus a loop. Now, these are my own opinions, so you might see it different out there, but I think a song has lyrics, okay? It has vocals, so, you know, it has the beat, but in addition to the beat, it has lyrics over top. And the thing with the song is that in some areas, a song is a lot easier to make because the beat doesn't have to sound as full, okay? If we talk about just like a beat, the beat, in my opinion, typically has to sound pretty full or the instruments have to match each other extremely well so that it's really, really catchy. When we talk about a song, what are all the elements to make a song? Well, first of all, you need your instruments, you need your drum loop, right? Just like a beat. It also needs to be mixed, it needs to be mastered for it to sound clean and polished. But when you create a song, the vocals take precedence over everything. Everyone listens to the vocals. and you do not need as many instruments in the song when you have a vocal because automatically the song sounds a lot more complete. Now, when we go to a beat, it's a lot harder to know when the beat is done, right? When you are the beat maker, when you're producing the beat, and if you've made all your different instruments, let's say you have seven different instruments, and maybe it still doesn't sound complete to you. You know, you can keep adding instruments in. There's no rules. But when you have vocals, it automatically kind of completes the song, even if you had like three instruments or four instruments. And how you can differentiate between the verse and the chorus is simply because of the words that are spoken, right? We have a chorus. Well, typically in a chorus, the words repeat from chorus to chorus. Now, if we talk about a beat, well, when you make the chorus, well, how, you know, what is the chorus? And I tell you, when you make a beat, there's kind of two different ways you can make a beat. There is, when it comes to your chorus, you can just keep adding all your instruments. So let's say you had a piano, guitar, a lead, a bass line, you know, all these different sounds. You can just add them all in, and now that's your chorus. That's one way to make a chorus. Another way to make a chorus is to actually change the notes and the chord progression and stuff like that like you actually create a different melody from what the verse is and this is a much more involved process like in my opinion when you just add instruments on and they're all still following that same chord progression that is by far the easiest way to make a beat because all you have to do is just add and remove patterns it's by far the easiest way if you want to try the approach of switching up the chord progression like I said, it's more involved. It requires more music theory. Um, it can give you a really special sound. Uh, if you guys want to check out one of the beats where I've done that, it's called Love Shall Prevail. I think it's off of Beat Taste by Gratuitous Volume 6. But in that track, I actually mixed up the chord progression from the verses to the chorus. And I really think that track turned out really good. 
This sounds very, very emotional, very, very powerful. And again, I used my single uh, guitar note trick on that track. But the majority of my tracks, I don't do that. And the reason is because it's a lot easier to make the beat and to keep adding on, you know, essentially you're stacking instruments and, you know, they're all playing their own different melodies, but they're all working together. But on the beat, it's hard to know again when that chorus is done. And that's a question I get a lot from you guys. And it's also something that even today when I'm making the beat, I still don't always know when the track is done. But when you are making the beat and you're working on the chorus, the best way to test if you think the track is done is, you know, let's say you've made a whole bunch of instruments, build out the arrangement a little bit, get your verse going, you know, get your intro going, kind of start building some structure. Now, once you've listened to like the verse for a little bit, then once it hits that chorus, if that chorus is not hitting hard, like in a sense where, yeah, that chorus sounds full, it really complements everything else. So what I'm saying is when it goes to that chorus, if it is not giving you that emotion of a chorus, well then maybe, yes, maybe you need another instrument. I want to talk about a loop. Now this is a big struggle when someone is newer, is they don't know how to turn that loop into a beat. All right, if we're talking about a beat. Because again, with a song, you could just have one or two loops, you have your drum loop and then vocals, and typically the song can sound pretty full. And that's just because the vocals take precedence and we always listen to the vocals. But if you make a drum loop and you make a loop over that drum loop, you know, sure, you've got a little catchy melody going on, but now you want to turn that loop into a beat. Okay, so a beat is just instrumentals, no vocals. And if you want to use like uh, one shot uh, vocals, I still consider that a beat. But a song is like when you have all your different verses, your chorus, your bridge, right? It's a song with lyrics that could be on the radio. A beat is much harder to make sound full. But a lot of times when you just have a drum loop and one loop or maybe even two loops, it's really hard to turn it into a beat. And I always tell you that as a music producer, what you need to teach yourself is you need to train your ear for what is a catchy loop. And when you add in these different melodies, they need to go together and they need to complement each other. Now, sure, that could be sound selection so that it makes your mixing easier as well, you know, everything's standing out. But even if they are fighting each other in terms of frequency, they still need to complement each other in terms of their melodies, right? And when I say melody, I, I really essentially I'm talking timing, right? Where you were placing your sounds, how long that note is, are you doing some note nudging? You know, it doesn't always need note nudging, but these are the things that you should be applying to turn those loops into a beat, okay? So a loop is not what you ever want, right? You know, like the loop is like the very first melody with a drum loop, like that's like a loop, that's like super basic, but you as a music producer, you need to learn how to blend your melodies so that they're catchy. And you need to train your ear for what's catchy and what's repetitive because when things are repetitive, they don't sound good in music. You need to train yourself to learn how you can create melodies, which, you know, obviously they always repeat. A beat is essentially a bunch of loops. 
But if you're stuck at just a loop and you can't go further than that, you need to keep practicing your melodies so that you can get to the point where all your different melodies can complement each other, that when you add them in and when you remove them, that you can start building out your arrangement. Another thing I will tell you that I talk about a lot is sometimes one melody is powerful and it holds its own. And then sometimes other melodies, they complement these prominent melodies, if that makes sense, okay? But by their own, they don't hold much weight. So for example, if you have your drum loop going on and you play some of these kind of weaker melodies in your beat, they're going to have no weight. They don't sound very good by themselves because they're, they complement the other melodies. And again, you got to train your ear for when you're building out your arrangement that they're all blending together, okay? So that's it for this episode, right? We have a song, which in my opinion is a, is a beat with vocals, and not just like one shot vocals or anything like that. Like I'm talking that you wrote the lyrics, someone recorded the song, and now you are trying to mix and master that, that it could potentially be on the radio. That's a song, okay? And because the vocals are over the beat, they really take precedence and the beat doesn't have to sound as full. And you know that it's a song because it just all works together and the vocals really make that happen. When you have a beat, we as music producers, it's very hard to know when is that beat done. And again, I told you to test, build out your arrangement, let it hit the chorus, and listen for, does that chorus sound full? If it doesn't sound full, well then yeah, you're probably going to have to add some melodies or work on it to make that chorus you know, feel special. Because that's what everyone usually listens to a song for, or to a beat for, is the chorus, right? And again, I mentioned that when it comes to the chorus, you can just add on instruments or you can take it to the more advanced approach and you can try to change up the chord progression, which can give you a special sound. And again, you can check out the beat. It's called Love Shall Prevail. Again, I think it's on Beat Tate's Gratuitous Volume 6. And then finally, a loop. A loop essentially is like one of the first or second loops in your track. You have a drum loop. But again, that's the struggling point for a lot of people is they don't know how to take it past the loop. And Again, I want to stress that when we are making our loops, we are programming them ourselves. We are not using, you know, MIDI packs or pre-recorded drum loops. We are creating our own drum loops for one-shot drum samples. We are making our own melodies from our own MIDI keyboards, or even if you want to click in your notes, right? But you want to learn how to turn those loops into a beat that is catchy, full, and then when someone listens to it, they can enjoy your beat which is essentially like a song without lyrics. But a beat is a little bit harder to complete because since you don't have those lyrics, sometimes it's hard to know when is the beat complete. All right, so again, that is the episode. I'll give you guys a little update on behind the scenes. So um, again, I got my prescription glasses, which I have never needed in my life, uh, but they do seem to be helping me on the screen. So that is good because for a while there, I was needing to take a lot of breaks from a screen and it really kind of slowed down productivity. Uh, it really came down to also just being wiser on the computer with my time. So uh, you guys always feel free to reach out to me. Again, I have FL Studio courses, FL Studio books. They're also for beginners, intermediate and on the lower end of the advanced spectrum. 
And if you would like me to ever talk about something about music production on this podcast, like if you have a question and you just can't find your answer, again, you feel free to reach out to me on my website, itsgratuitous.com. You can use the contact form. And I hope you guys have a good day. <laughs>